Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Xavier asks, why does Titan have an atmosphere? It's a moon, not a planet, right? Xavier, thank you. This is a great question, and we've been meaning to talk about Titan for a while now. So let's go ahead and dive in. Now, let's actually start with the second part of your question, and then we'll get into Titan. So Titan is a moon, but Titan is also a planet. A moon tells us where something is. It's orbiting around a planet, or there's even moons of smaller things. Some asteroids have moons, for instance. A moon could be just a very large chunk of rock. Maybe an asteroid got a little bit too close to a planet and it got caught, it got captured by the gravity of that planet. And so now it's orbiting around the planet as a moon. Now, if Earth got too close to a really big, more massive planet than us, we could become a moon of that planet. Now, Earth would still be a planet, right? We would then call it a satellite planet. And don't worry, there aren't any planets that we're near enough to, we don't think that we're going to become a moon. But if there was one, theoretically, that could happen. In planetary science, most scientists use the geophysical planet definition. So that means that a planet is something that is massive enough. It's made of enough stuff that gravity pulls it into the shape of a ball, but it's not made of so much mass that it starts fusing and turning to a, into a star at its core. So Titan, when we look at it, is it a star? Nope, not a star, right? But is it round by its own gravity? Absolutely. In fact, Titan is even bigger than Mercury. So we call it a satellite planet because it's going around. It's the satellite or the moon of another planet. When we look at what Titan is made from, its composition, so its ingredients or the things inside of it, seem to match more closely with dwarf planets than it does with a terrestrial planet or a gas giant, right? Definitely not a gas giant. Although we're gonna talk about its atmosphere, which is pretty cool. So Titan is the largest moon around Saturn. And one of the really interesting things when we look at it is that we see it has a thick atmosphere. So let's dive into the main part of the question here. And that is, why does it have an atmosphere? Well, atmospheres are just the layer of gas that's held to a body by gravity. So really little things don't tend to have very big atmospheres because they don't have a lot of gravity. They can't really hold onto that gas. But more massive things like big moons or big planets, stars, things like that, they have a lot of gravity. So they can hold onto the gas and keep it from escaping out into space. When we look at Titan, we see that it has a very thick atmosphere. 
And there's a lot about its atmosphere that's really similar to Earth's. So the first thing that we see is that Titan's atmosphere is made mostly from nitrogen, which is actually what Earth's atmosphere is made mostly from as well. It's molecular nitrogen, which means that there's two nitrogen atoms that are bonded to each other or they stick to each other. Now here on Earth, we don't usually notice the nitrogen as humans because we breathe it in and we breathe it right back out. We don't actually need it in that form. What we do need to be breathing in is the oxygen, right? Now, instead of having a lot of oxygen in its atmosphere, Titan has a different kind of molecule, which is called methane. Now, here on Earth, we do have some methane as well. Now, methane tends to break down very fast. Methane, you will also hear sometimes called CH4. That's its chemical equation. So that means that it's made from a carbon. That's what the C is. And H stands for hydrogen. There's four hydrogen atoms and one carbon atom. You've probably heard chemical equations like this before. For instance, water is H2O. It has two hydrogens and one oxygen. Well, methane, CH4, can break apart very easily. So it breaks into carbon and hydrogens. So we know that something on Titan is replacing the methane in its atmosphere. Because if it wasn't, then there shouldn't be that much methane left. We're going to get into some really interesting stuff with this. Titan has what looks like cryovolcanism. So cryo means ice. And when we talk about ice, we could mean water, but we could also mean methane, or we could, use, we could mean other kinds of chemicals that we call ices like ammonia. It's a big group of chemicals that we call ices. And it doesn't really matter whether they're solid or whether they're liquid. As long as they're that particular chemical, then space scientists call them ices. So remember, words can be used in different ways in different fields of science. So Titan is releasing methane into its atmosphere. And it may be coming from these volcanoes that are giving off ices instead of the types of lava that we're used to here on Earth, like our basalts and things like that. Well, the other thing to know about Titan is that it is very, very cold there because Titan orbits around Saturn. Now, Saturn is about 10 astronomical units, 10 AU, away from the sun. So we're only one AU. So think about how much less light and how much less sun something 10 times as far away is going to get. So since it's so, so cold on Titan, methane isn't always in the gas state of matter. Here on Earth, we're pretty warm. So methane is pretty much always gonna be a gas. But there on Titan, it can actually freeze into a solid and it can be a liquid. So Titan's atmosphere 
as something kind of like what we have here on Earth with water. We have a water cycle. So if you've got a big pool of water on the ground, then it's going to evaporate into the air. So it's going to go into its gas phase. And then it may condense into clouds. And then those clouds, maybe they'll move around somewhere else and it'll end up raining or snowing, depending on the temperature, raining or snowing down. So precipitating, excuse me, that's a hard word to say, isn't it? Precipitation, that's it rain or snow or anytime you have moisture coming from the sky. It'll rain or snow down and then the cycle continues again. Well, this is happening on Titan, but it's happening with methane. So it snows and rains methane on Titan. It's way, way too cold for there to be a water cycle. Instead, it's a methane cycle. In fact, the water there, it's so cold that the water is always a solid. So mountains and rocks are made out of water there. And the rivers are made from methane. So Titan is constantly moving material into its atmosphere. And then material is falling down out of the atmosphere and going back up. So it's a very dynamic, moving world. And this is one of the reasons that we're really interested in studying it. Because a lot of the other planets and places that we find in our solar system don't have as active geology. They don't have as active atmospheres. So the more we can find out about Titan, the better. The challenge is it's so far away that it takes a very long time to get there. Now, lucky for us, there was a probe that landed on Titan, and it's the only craft that has landed on anybody outside of the inner solar system in the history of humanity. And so we sent a little craft down, it was called the Huygens probe, and it was on, it hitchhiked on Cassini, which was a much bigger craft. It was a satellite that went around Saturn for many, many years. And it dropped Huygens down and Huygens took images as it fell down through the atmosphere and it photographed the surface of the planet as well. It was designed to float in case it had landed in one of the many lakes of methane on Titan. Now it turns out it landed on a dry riverbed, what we call a, an arroyo or a wash, and it was able to take data before it eventually shut down. Now it was designed to do that. In the future, NASA is planning to send a rover back, which is called Dragonfly. And when we get more information about that, we will definitely talk more about it. For now, let's go ahead and wrap up here. Thank you so much, Xavier. This was a great question. And thank you everyone for joining us here and listening about space, exploring about space together. If you have any questions that you'd like us to answer on the podcast, please have your folks send it to the email in the description box. And as always, friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.